Hey, everybody. Welcome to Speaking of Smowdown, a sports talk show devoted to the movie trivia Smowdown. Uh, I am Jay Wade, and once again, our numbers guy around here, Double D, Dan Delinsky. How you doing, bud? I'm doing okay, uh, but apart from some uh, before starting glitches, but uh, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, uh, so far it seems like everyone other than me is having some computer problems. I'll say that the graphic, it looks like it was from last week. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, our producer Frenchie's back there having some issues. Uh, hopefully, we can get him up and running solid. But uh, Amber's here uh, from Let's Get Ready Network. How are you doing? Um. Well, uh, I'm doing great. I just woke up, so let's see how this goes. All right. <laughs> um, and uh, I, I'm not quite sure why, but Frenchie had told me when he found out you were going to be on Amber that uh, he said Maxwell would be the perfect. Uh, other guest co-host, co-host. I don't know why. But since Black penis, up, baby. <laughs> but, so, uh, they started I mean, a fans-only account. That's why. Oh woo. Um, so, I mean, I assume that it's probably because, you know, we are very, very close friends. Very close friends. And uh, we can argue with each other like no other. And I hear we're going to be arguing with each other at some point today. So... Oh, yeah. That's yeah. there it is. That's the whole reason that and apparently black penis. Um, yeah. Black penis. That's what Frenchie said. So that's a thing, apparently. Back okay. Over my head. I just always thought it right. was to as BBC, but uh, I'm learning something new today. <laughs> Maxwell's here with us, everybody. <laughs> I know what a hell of a way to start this shit. Hey, uh, how you doing, Maxwell? It's good to have you on the show, man. It's nice to meet you. This is my first time meeting you, man. How you doing? You as well. I'm doing okay. So always nice to start a show off with a little talk of uh, black cock. So I feel comfortable and at home. Thank you for creating a safe space for us. <laughs> um. I don't know where to go now from here. What are we doing? Oh, this is a sports talk show. Yeah, this to... is a sports show. We're not here to talk about porn. No, <laughs> no I know. Now that's all I want to talk about. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we uh, we had some great matches this week. We will talk about the pay-per-view event from last night at the back half of the show. Uh, and Marie Wilson will be joining us here in a little bit. And we're going to... Yes, explaining hot matches. And uh, we're going to get into hot matches. Sorry, I'm all over the place now. Frenchie comes on talking about black penis, and then we just, I don't know. I, I'm i completely it, in the gutter now. Um, in typical I, Maxwell and Amber fashion, we have managed to derail the show in the first five minutes. Yeah. I mean, I'm going like, to start for you. Look <laughs> into hot matches. Come on. Um, we do a show here called Hot Matches. Um, I'm not sure... Uh, Frenchie is the one who runs it. I hope he can hold out here for us. But what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the week's matches. And uh, uh, periodically throughout times that only Frenchie knows about, he will be eliminating people. If you are talking when his timer goes off, you are out of the game. And uh, the winner uh, starts the interview uh, while the losers come in later on uh, when we bring in Marie. And uh, I'll explain those uh, that bit a little bit better later. Um, I'm sorry, I'm a bit off now because I look at a Frenchie and we're just, he's having all kinds of tech issues back there. So I'm not sure uh, if anyone's going to get eliminated today. Uh, but we'll see what happens. We had that first match uh, with Marie Wilson um, and she played, oh fuck, who just, Bur Gold, no. leader. Gold, Gold leader. leader. Gold leader. Uh, I keep, yep. I keep Burkett. Uh, I've been, I, I hit Burkett up the other day 
to be on the show, and I just keep thinking Burkett. Oh, he drinks. Um, oh. Go ahead, Dan. Dan's having trouble, too. Oh, no. This is amazing, everyone. Um, I, I don't know what to say. Uh, well... I'm still thinking about what Frenchie said. Oh, my gosh. This is so far off the rails. Uh, this has never happened. This is the first time that uh, this show started. <clears throat> Usually this happens into the show or at the very end. Uh, never right off the bat. But we are having some tech issues. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to throw hot matches out the window. All right. Wow, boy. <laughs> are we running Schmoes of the North suddenly? <laughs> no, this is not even Schmoes of the North. <laughs> I do not know what's going on, but uh, okay. Uh, maybe I am having some tech. You, you, well. you dumbass. I, I, you were eliminated. I just can't turn on my video. Oh my God, this is not a, uh, what is happening today? I don't know what's going on, dude. <laughs> I, so I assume that you froze up and you're not. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just, uh, every time I've turned on my cam, it's freezing my computer. So I'm just not turning it on. This okay. is by far the best thing I've ever been involved in. <laughs> you know what? I'm having a great time. The sarcasm. People in my position right now, uh, the creator and host of a show, would, would just be having a fucking nightmare right now. You know, like, dude, this is the worst thing out there. I, I really couldn't care less. I'm having fun, and that's all that matters to me. I'm having a good time nonetheless. Uh, but uh, we are having troubles with band stuff. Uh, Frenchie, we are going to forego uh, hot matches this week. We're just all right, sounds good. Yeah, matches. Uh, but yeah, we had a uh, gold leader and Marie. Man, she missed one question, and it, it's back to the typical story of Star Wars division. Of it's just it comes down to one question so many times. Yeah. It's unbelievable, it, and it's hard to imagine how anyone can miss one question and still win. Um, maybe. Double D can tell us about that a little bit later if he gets back. Uh, but yeah, what do you guys think of the Marie Wilson Goldleader match? Um, I so it was a really great match, and something that I've been saying since the season began, since we started seeing all of these high echelon, high tier competitors in Star Wars, um, you're starting to see better caliber. You're starting to see people who have a lot of deep knowledge in not just the movies, and they have to have all this deep knowledge. Um, to even remotely hang in there. Um, the three Dragon Con competitors are some of the best competitors we've ever seen in Star Wars or in movie trivia as a whole. Because, like I said, they're not just based in movie trivia. They have to know a lot of different nuanced pieces to Star Wars. So they bring this caliber of competition that's through the roof. Um, Anybody who expects to stay in the Star Wars League would need to match up to or be better than them in terms of in terms of study and that's really hard to do when you've been studying a certain breadth of knowledge because even knowing the books and the tv shows is going to help you compete in the movie trivia schmodown star wars league so it's it's a very tough place that a lot of them are in you either adapt to what's going on or you get left behind and you're no longer competing so everybody's got to rise to meet them if not be better uh, the standard, in my opinion, is Thomas Harper. I mean, and don't get me wrong. Thomas, Marie, and Zach are all amazing competitors. And I'm consistently impressed with their performance. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
I completely agree. Sometimes, well, before the season started, I still haven't decided what what if if it matters at all. But I I was wondering, um, with all the knowledge that these Dragon Con players have, okay, and and that expanding into the uh, the the uh, the things that aren't covered in the Schmodown, such as the comic books, animated stuff like that, would that hinder them because they're spread they're spread thinner? Uh, oh, you know, covering more stuff, or uh, would it would it actually help them because they're covering more stuff? Maybe they have more details stuck up there. You know what I mean? Um, I didn't know if maybe I don't because I I would I would guess that if if it were opened up to animation and stuff like that, my guess would be that the that the movie trivia showdown players who were not in the Dragon Con would not would be at a disadvantage but i don't know that to be true i just I would, that I would on, argue against you know, that because uh since animation and all these shows have not been tapped yet it would be very surface level questions like uh uh what's the what is the leader of uh uh the 501st uh clone trooper and that would be rex uh, and it's just very simple stuff that i think i if anyone saw those uh, shows, would know right off the bat. Even the first class league are actually going into the shows, and they're very surface level questions. I'm, I mean, to be fair, in terms of surface level questions, and in terms of questions that can be asked about the show, most of the overview surface level stuff is stuff that's already in the movies. So you can see that introduction and you know, knowing how sometimes there's a good lead in to a question by our lovely question writers, yay, hashtag team question writers and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Um, like there's very good seeds into the question that leads you to the movies, like the source material from the movies, but it's very creative how they're able to sometimes work in information from other media to help extrapolate the information in the question. So, I mean, it's all the same canon. As long as they know how they're doing it, you're still using the same information. You just have to be very quirky about how you do it. Like, because Rex is in, I believe Rex is referenced in, obviously, Revenge of the Sith, but he's in Clone Wars. So, yeah. Well, Gotta be smart. Yeah. yeah he, so the Clone Wars movie does stand in the Schmodown as yeah. a canon movie. Yes. And yeah. so a lot of that, a lot of that information has led through in the TV shows can be used when asking a question about Clone Wars if you're very quirky about how you do it. I think it almost becomes an imperative to add the other aspects simply because you're going to run out of questions to ask. When you're only asking yes. questions about 9, 10, 11 movies, uh, at a certain point, you're going to either have to start repeating things or coming up with such specific questions that it's like, what was the color of the paint on the lower third of the diner in attack? Like... <laughs> So, you know, if you add Mandalorian, you add Clone Wars, you add Rebels, you, you know, you can mine more information. And I think, I think any of the really good Star Wars competitors probably already has a, a working knowledge of this stuff anyways, because they love Star Wars. When you love something, you go all in on it. Like I know Sully, for example, who I'm friends with, knows Clone Wars, knows Rebels. He would, I think, love to, to have those things in. So, yeah. Um. Yeah. It's, it's just a matter, like, I, I do agree with specifically the, or the idea of the graphic. I think you do need to start becoming, 
perfect to make it in Star Wars right now. And these competitors have that breadth of knowledge of everything, and they're going to continue working on that breadth of knowledge because they're competing still in Dragon Con, regardless of what they do here. So, yeah, I think the best example is Adam Witt. This guy's had two Star Wars matches this season where he's played incredibly well. He scored very, very high. He missed maybe one or two questions, and it still wasn't good enough to compete with some of these new rookies who yeah. are impeccable. Yeah. So. Yeah, at a, at a, you kind of have to go perfect. Well, Star Wars match. In uh, my new my segment, we're gonna explore that uh, because there's something about hypothesis testing. We're, we'll go into that later, but uh, we'll prove. Oh, I didn't know there'd not. be science. Yeah, oh, there's, there's gonna be science. Yes, oh, yes. I am the Frankie numbers of this show. But uh, but yeah, uh, we got a few minutes here left in this segment. Uh, Taylor Robinson and Greg Alba, dude, that was the most fun I've had in a very long time watching a match. Um, it was a good match. They both did very well. Uh, it was competitive. But my takeaway from that match was the fun level of it. It was just, uh, dude, Greg Alba, just such a delight, man. I never really realized how delightful that guy is. Yeah, I'll say that, you know, I'll actually say that, you know, uh, Taylor Robinson, I had forgotten that she was actually in the Schmodown years ago. And seeing her now, she's actually greatly improved uh, since her first outing. And I think this may be her only third match, uh, if I'm right, uh, if I, my memory serves me right, which it doesn't always. But uh, I kind of figured that Greg is definitely a stronger competitor regardless. And I obviously saw that he was going to take this match pretty easily. Really? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's not the greatest, but against Taylor and with the past history, with uh, uh, Taylor's past history, it de definitely leaned more to Greg a little bit. But obviously, it was definitely competitive. And you're right, Jay. This was a lot of fun. But I won't say like I, this is the most fun I've had watching a match because I, I like the competitiveness. I love the, the see, see the drama, but I, I definitely had fun with the competitors were fun. It's not just the gameplay. It was just the competitors having fun and just like, oh, we're just we're not here to win. We're just here to have fun, and that's what I got out of it more than the competition. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I did sense a little bit of nervous anxiety coming off of Taylor because I know it's her first match back in a while. Mm -hmm. So I I was I was like there with her. I was like, it's gonna be okay. You got this. Come on, girl. you got this. <laughs> And um, hey, and let you know, as of right now, we're doing a quick rapid fire version of hot matches. So it is starting now a quick rapid fire version. If you're talking when when Frenchie's timer goes off, you are eliminated. So just throwing that out there, Amber, please go ahead and keep talking. Oh, OK. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I was wondering. Oh. Here we are again. This is um, going so well. Yeah, this is great. This is a lot of fun. Because I think he's frozen, and we can't see Frenchie, and the other guy's gone. It's on purpose, but I the double D was not supposed to be on purpose. Uh, by the way, the way it works is one person gets eliminated until the last person standing. But since Dan is frozen and just you two left, I'm guessing it's just you two in the running. This is going so well, guys. Yeah, oh. we can do it. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, I'm friendly with Taylor. I, you know, I got to know her pretty well over the past year, and she's such a lovely person. And I know how excited she was to get back into the Schmodown. 
to get another match. And I agree. There was definitely some discernible nerves, but mm-hmm. I still think she played it really well. She navigated. I'm not saying anything from here on out. I'm done. You won <laughs> technically. So I know. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what? You won by saying nothing at all. Yep. That is actually one of the first times that ever has happened, and I enjoy it. Thank you. You saying but, nothing at all never happens. Very rare occurrence. Get fucked, Maxwell. Anyway. <laughs> great. You were good friends. But yeah, no, I Taylor's great. I, I think that the, the, the nervous energy came through, but I know she was very, very nervous in the lead up because, you know, I think she was I think she was a little twitchy on taking on Greg because I'd know that they're friends and stuff. And, you know, it's some people just have it differently when they're under the lights. And I totally get that because I have, I have a lot of nervous energy. And if it were me, I'd probably be like, oh, my God, what am I doing? Ah, ah, I, yeah. I, I still think she played a really strong game. I think she, she navigated it, it nicely. But I wasn't that familiar with Greg beforehand. And I the word that kept coming to mind, I think you used it, is delightful. He had this really infectious, laid-back energy. Uh, I don't know if he was stoned, but he kind of felt like he was. Um <laughs> You know he did he did well obviously to win the match, but uh, I'm excited to see uh, what he might accomplish because it also seemed like he didn't really prepare or study at all. He was like, "Wait, swashbuckling adventure is in IG now? Okay," um, yeah. and and he still made his way through it. So you know, as charming as he was, if he starts to study and put a little more time in, he could he could do pretty well in IG. Um, but yeah. yeah, you you got to watch. Uh- the real rejects content because they actually put out some really fun stuff, but that that's a lot of what he was, you know, like that, that's a lot of what they've been doing. So yeah, no, Suge, I was not going to be an IG competitor. The only thing I was going to be was a talk show host on a podcast with you. <laughs> like, I was never going to be an IG competitor. There was no way. No way. Um no, We'll just uh, uh, Dan is restarting his router while he's doing that. We'll go ahead and wrap up with. Uh, we'll cut into his segment a little bit and uh, with the deception versus uh, Rushmore match since we did have that still also Friday. Um, I mean, I'm about to jinx myself, but everybody's having computer issues and I'm not, so I don't know what's going on here. What is this? I don't know. Yeah. I, I thought I was too, but I'm not. So, uh, and I feel good about that. So. And, and, you know, I, like I said earlier, dude, most people uh, in my position right now would just be cringing and dying inside and angry. And um, I, I, I don't care. Like I said, I'm having I have always valued the company I'm with and having fun above whatever the hell is supposed to be going on the show. I figure Yay. if we're having fun, then the people who are watching are having fun. And if they're not, they can fucking change the channel. Oh. We're enjoying our <laughs> Um, yeah. W- what a beautiful kumbaya moment that was. Motivational speech. Yay. <laughs> um, uh, that, that deception match, though, against Rushmore, um, it turned out the way I thought it would, but I honestly thought that Rushmore was going to put up a little bit better of a fight, man. Do you mean deception or danger zone? Shh, now I'm lost. No, we're talking uh, about we're talking about last week's last Friday. Oh, last week. Okay. No, yeah. Yesterday's. Team. Yeah. So danger zone. It's not deception. Oh, talking, deception oh, went out talking, last week. We're talking about the pay per view. Okay. 
Okay. I'm, I, I am. Okay. I, I legit, I'm having a great time right now. I really am. I don't. Well, you, we you confused you. me too. Yeah. Um, we got you. I figured out what you were talking about. I was like, wait, wait, wait. Okay. So legit, that was one of the best comprehensive teams matches. Also the promo at the beginning of the episode where it was all the Finstock exchange and dungeon people popping into the stream yard. I was like, why is this happening? This is like, this is going to peak my anxiety. Why are you all, why are, why are people just sitting in here laughing? What's happening? Why? But it was, it was a really great match. Also there was dancing. Why was there dancing? Brother Lomas was dancing. I'm, I was definitely very scared. Uh, <laughs> watching that that scene unfold where it sort of became revealed that uh the Finstock exchange is a cult and uh I am not surprised to hear that but I also don't want any part of it brother Lomas is terrifying um <laughs> but to I'm what you were saying about uh Rushmore not putting up as much of a fight look here's my hot take JTE was carrying that team and Roka was sort of just being pulled along by the tips of his fingernails he has not been playing good Schmodown. He has been missing questions that I would argue he shouldn't be missing. Uh, I don't know what's going on with him, but Roka is not the Roka that once was. I would love to see him find himself again because he's fun to watch. Uh, and I hope to play him one day and beat his ass. But he clearly is not as good as he once was. I don't know what's going on. But, you know, if he had been at the peak of his game, him and JT could have beat Danger Zone. But I think really the reason they lost is because of Roka. Which is, uh, man, I, of those two, I honestly expect, uh, expect Roka to be the one carrying JTE. I mean, if we're going off of, you know, legacy, yeah. If we're going <laughs> off uh, most recent experience, no. Um, he's just, I mean, last year he was, he was knocked out by a rookie. So, I mean, and the thing is, we haven't moved that far past that. I have a lot of respect for John Roca. I really do. I think he is a great competitor. But at the beginning of the season, I was asked about my weird trash take or hot take on a episode of LGR, where I was asked to say who I thought was, you know, the weakest link on their teams. And I, my two picks were John Roca and Mark Riley. And it's it's really unfortunate. I think Riley is better off because he's out of the exchange. I think he's better because he's not part of, you know, the horseman anymore. I think he's better because he's with Kate. I'm seeing better performance from him. Roka is still in that same world, that same weird, strange world, living with Tom Dagnino and his weird <laughs> Finstock beard and doing all the weird things that he does, his clown wig or whatever. Um, and he should wear that way more often because he is a clown. Yep. And so it's one of those things. I think that Roka is the weakest link no matter what he's doing right now because he's spending more time yelling and not enough time studying and not enough time playing games. Play yeah. trivia. It's professional trivia. It's not professional yelling at people time. Done. If it was, you would win every every match. Are you sure about that? That's I'm pretty sure about you. that, yeah. Has not seen old man Wade yet, dude. I, oh, I God. Healthy fucker, uh, just just as good as the rest of them. Um, but uh, actually, uh, hold on one second. Let's uh, hold on, guys. I'm gonna have a producer's meeting on air. Hey, it's Frenchie, come on screen real quick. If my computer doesn't crash, because apparently it does not like the sight of me. All right, All right. what's up? Let's do understandable. I know. I'm 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 horrible. I'm horrible. Let's do I'm horrible. Sexy right now. Hey, let's do sexy numbers right now. 
and then just uh, uh, cut out the the Frenchie's Corner reaction or something. Yeah, it sounds good. All right, cool. Okay, now, everybody, it is time for, well, actually, special guest for this one, uh, Marie, Marie Wilson uh, is going to Marie. be. Hello. With, uh, with, Hi. With Hi. Um, so Dan has sexy numbers segment coming I'm up. I'm going to talk dirty to you for a second. Math. Involving Star Wars. So, Double D, take it away. What do we have today? Okay, uh, I'm going to try and go through this really quickly, but uh, Marie, in your uh, match with uh, Gold Leader, you said mm -hmm. something pretty interesting, that you had to be perfect to win, and 99, 95% doesn't cut, cut it, and do you still believe that? Oh, I mean, from it, it seems like that's the case, honestly, and I... And what I was referring to when I said that was my my flashcards that I was studying. Mm -hmm. So like it it's digital flashcards and they tell me my percentage. Okay. And so my percentage was at like 95 to 100% for oh. all my flashcard decks. And I still didn't win. And okay. well, well, but, let's, well let's put that to the test. We're going to use that as our hypothesis. You have to okay. play perfect. So first of all, we have to establish. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hey, Jay, can you put this uh, my stuff on screen first? I know I'm. There we go. Okay. So <laughs> I know we we we're experiencing experiencing technical the technical difficulties. So uh, let's define what perfect means. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna run through it, but basically it's a total of 31 points. That's a perfect round one with a bonus. Mm -hmm. uh, all the round two, not counting steals. Uh, and answering all three of your round, uh, final round questions. So that will be our baseline. That will be our null hypothesis. Now, with an uh, with all, uh, okay, there we go. So we have to state an alternative hypothesis. So we're going to say a competitor can score less than 31 points in order to win. Okay, sounds easy enough? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes. Uh, so that's, and here, so this is, so this is, our graph. Uh, so we're going to use a 95% confidence level, which basically means this whole thing from here to here represents 95% of the graph. This here represents 5%. And negative 1.746 is going to be our threshold. If you hit that mark, that means that uh, our, no, our alternative hypothesis is correct. If our result is anywhere in this graph right here, that means your statement is true. So uh, we're gonna take. So here's the data that we're gonna be using uh, from October 31st, 2019, to the current, uh, uh, to, to the present. That includes your match with uh, Gold Leader. Mm -hmm. There's been 17 winners. Uh, the average for that is uh, 26 points, and standard deviation is four points. Now, what standard deviation is is just the level of uh, the the distance of levels within the graph. That's all that means. Uh, and like I said, we're going to do a 95% confidence level. And here's the equation. To kind of speed this up, I'm not even going to say the equation, but that's for our uh, viewing audience. If you want to see this, I'll post this on my uh, Twitter account because we don't have time to go through it. Uh, and when we substitute the numbers, this is uh, what it looks like. And that's our result. We get negative 5.34, which basically means the alternative hypothesis is true. So you, 
Oh no. And oh, I, I'm jumping <laughs> in. I have numbers. Uh, there's a you know thing that looks like a semi-hard tits. I don't know what's going on in this I, thing. Dude, I am going to promote the holy fucking shit out of this episode. This, uh, dude, I'm having an absolute <laughs> fucking great time, dude. I am. I really am. I love it. I got I got no fears in the world, dude. I got to sleep no, in here this morning. Uh, I, I went to the grocery store before the show rather than after the no. show, so I don't have to leave my house afterward. It's just amazingly awesome. Um, uh, yeah, I don't understand what any of these numbers mean, Marie. Uh, math was not my jam in school at all. Um, history was more my thing. Uh, what was your favorite subject, and what did you excel in in high school? Oh, science. Science? Definitely right. science. Yeah, it has to do with rocks and stuff, right? And like uh, uh, magma, <laughs> tectonic plates. I'm just trying to huh? remember stuff I remember yeah. from those guys. Tectonic plates um, and magma. That's about it. So volcano and weather. Yeah. Um, I don't know if weather is included in science or not. Um, I mean, I, I'm not really sure what exact. If you think about it, though, science would probably include everything because science has to do with like molecules and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Like everything has molecules, isn't made up of that stuff. So I guess everything in the world would have to do with science, I suppose. I mean, essentially, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, this is great. It's uh, it's nice to have you. <laughs> I look in the back and our producer Frenchie, he's having tech issues too. He's vanished as well. Uh, so, hey, let's just, uh, hey, what's up, everybody? Hey. I was sitting here. I was like, yes, science does have to do with molecules. Yeah. And <laughs> I, I felt like numbers. all of a sudden we were watching PBS and you were Jay Wade, the science guy. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about all that, man. Um, I learned something I new. Apparently, everything is science. Hooray. <laughs> I, I, I was like, ooh, um, tectonic plates. That's geology. Um, okay. You're doing good. <laughs> Is geology a part of science? Like, I, I learned that in science, right? Yes. If, if, if it's an ology, most of the time it's a science. So, okay. So, yeah. So, you, you <laughs> just like psychology and social science. I never learned. Me? Yeah. I never learned sex yeah, you. in school that. <laughs> I still don't. Understand. I don't think you're supposed to really. I don't know. You're you're supposed to learn sexology in school from an awkward PE coach who like sits there and he's like, "This is a banana, kids," and you're just like, "What the hell is going on here? Why am I learning this here?" Banana and so, two yeah. apples. <laughs> <laughs> Frenchie just pops back on. I mean, I went, I went to Catholic don't have school, sex. So, that, so don't do it. It's don't bad. have sex because if you do, so you, you will get chlamydia and die. Now everyone take a rubber. <laughs> Yay, movie quotes. Perfect. Yay. Okay. Um, Frenchie, uh, you feeling confident to start Frenchie's Corner? He's typing to me. I love this. This is seriously a great time. I'm loving this. It's like uh, McDonald's. Look. I'm loving it. Except for when they get my order wrong. Dude, what is so hard when you – okay, if I say – okay, first and foremost, okay, when you go in a drive-thru, and this is to all the people who work in the drive-thru, okay, and take orders, I'm I, and I'm not – I'm going to tone it down a little bit because I, I don't want to be a dick in case any of you work drive throughs That's fine. That's not the issue. The issue is – 
No, they know the problem with drive throughs They're aware. Yeah. If you shut up and you let me finish talking, you will know every damn thing I want with no questions. There's, okay, like, like, for example, I would like a number four plain with cheese only with a large fry and a large Coke with light ice. Dude, if you would just shut up and listen and let me finish the whole thing. Okay, I go away for five minutes. Turning into old man way, complaining about drive-throughs. What's happening? I don't know. I don't know. I this is a schmodown show, though. Is it though? We can't have nice things. I don't feel like it is. I I don't know. I kind of feel like just throwing it all out the window and just shooting the shit for about. Just 40 be like months. speaking of whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, at this point, for fuck's sake. Speaking of black penis. <laughs> yes, you said the veins were uh, blending better, right? That's what you said. I'm so I, sorry, Marie. I'm, I I may have <laughs> so said sorry. I may have said that I may have said that. Okay. I really do. <laughs> I would like to start an OnlyFans and go by the name Bubblegut. Yeah, way. and you're wearing the gag. I'm the one with the whip. Yes, yes, yes. And, 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 started an OnlyFans for awkward feet pictures and eating while crying. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I claim the ball gag. Um, any kind of bondage stuff, that's I'm the one that gets tied up. Um, so, yeah, where are we at? Uh, actually, uh, do, do you want to go ahead? I don't even know what we're doing anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. I don't know either. I love this. We're having a production meeting on air to figure out what we're going to so, do. So the movie trivia showdown, guys. How about that? And how, how about those matches and those questions? What questions? Wow. Whoa, Such good questions. questions. Wow. Such, yeah. The such words and the questions. Wow. That one about that, that movie with that guy. It's so clever. He did the thing. Exactly. Yeah, the guy in the car is so clever. It's like, PJ, you've outdone yourself with this one. Seriously, <laughs> wow! And the worst part is, I even had time to watch a PPV, so I don't know what I don't, I don't even know what the fuck's going on. <laughs> well, and then when the wheel did that thing, and it was like, which side is it on? I don't know. I was like, oh my god, the drama! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she said spin. She did. There were sexy numbers. <laughs> Dagnina was like this. Oh my gosh! Yeah, um. This is wearing a make Gucci great again shirt. What the hell, man? What the Oof. hell? Uh, 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 let's let's go ahead and do friend. Let's jump into Frenchie's corner. We'll leave Marie on screen here, and we'll debate it, and we'll get Marie's opinions every now and then. How's that sound, Marie? Great? You get to watch us yell at each other, kind of. Cool. I'm so red. Good lord. Yeah. Did you so, go to the beach, Frenchie's corner? Yeah. The give guy me a second. I'm having PC problems for fuck's sake. Right. We are all one large PC problem. Like that's what we are. We're just yeah a cavalcade yeah. of issues. All right, and and just to put in perspective to explain, this is gonna be a special one. Uh, we are doing a Frenchies Corner, yes, but we're doing a tag team edition. Uh, you know, I wanted to mix things up, and I said to myself, me, me and Maxwell, we got an advantage over these guys. So uh, Jay, why why don't you shoot up uh, the subject? Okay, the topic is how should they handle the team's title uh, with, with, with Andrakos announcing he's stepping down. We got that big uh, pay-per-view this weekend where we've got uh, corruption going against uh, Danger Zone, um, and then the winner of that would be playing the winner of Shazam versus Odd Couple. 
now, Frenchie, for some reason, I don't understand, you is never the impression that for some reason the odd couple is still in it. Uh, in my opinion, there is no more odd couple. Therefore, the title is up in the air. No one owns it. And and what I think should happen, uh, and 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 I, uh, Amber agrees with me because we talked about this before. The the only thing that really matters is that they should do just one three way teams match this this week at the pay per view for the title. Um, and just forego all the all the stuff. One team dropped out of it, and we got three left in it. Just have one three-way team. Listen, title and l- get listen, it. listen, listen. If you have an NFL team and the quarterback is hurt, does the team forfeit? No. They call up another quarterback to take the position. So what the odd couple is going to do, and out of respect for what the team has accomplished and for Jeff Snyder, is exactly. he will get to call in a reserve player to form uh, the new Odd Couple, Odd Couple 2.0, whatever they're going to call it, to compete. That's what they deserve. That's what Jeff deserves. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. But why is that fair to anybody else when they literally, I mean, because of the retirement, they should be abdicating the team titles and allowing other teams to go for it. I mean, maybe make it a three-way match. Sure, great. But you can make it a four-way match. What What if we have another person in there, but then they play as well? Because then that at least gives them the opportunity to prove that they deserve the team titles instead of stating specifically that they need to, you know, well, that they okay, that look, they it's, retain it's, and play. It's as unfair for Snyder, but also for the all couple. Now they have one out of three chances to win, right? Like it's you're mixing it up. I understand he's out, but he's out for circumstances probably that's beyond his control. No one should be, uh, be paid for the chance they had before, and they shouldn't change it. Look, I get it. He's out. This is not the same odd couple. But if you already have a pre-established match and you have a roster of people you can replace him with, why lower the chances for Jeff Snyder at zero and odd couple at one of the three? It makes no sense. They, They are a team on a faction. But their team doesn't have any reserves. We're not all sitting here going, okay, the team is uh, Snyder and uh, – and, and, So and you, auto- you automatically take off – no, no, no. Any team that is not Jeff Snyder and Mark Andreco is not the odd couple. But, it's yeah, but you, you, I, at the same time, it can be. It's not a written rule. What as well is unfair is Roxy. But there's been a precedent that has been set where they have dropped the belts before. It doesn't make sense for them to just put in another person. She has a chance to get seven, like multiple higher points, right? Yeah, the the odd couple and for the faction has earned their spot to, to go for the belt. To, well, to that's perfectly fine, but but so the odd be unfair. Couple, it would be unfair to so many more people than just the odd couple. It would be unfair to the entire stars roster. What? What? Yeah. Wait. Why? Why are we? And saying- is it? Is this league going to operate with integrity, or is it going to just make stuff up as it goes along? But I, but because I saying make the odd very, couple very isn't eligible would just be like, meh. Well, well operating with integrity you know? would be to make sure that the cons- like the actual consistency of the team remains what it is. The odd couple is Mark, Mark Andreco and Jeff Snyder. If Mark Andreco is not there, then it's not the odd couple. We are actually going okay, with another so, complete so, different team. So, so therefore, you can't name them the same thing. It's not fair okay, for so somebody who doesn't the, hold the team title to walk into the team title and then compete for the team title. It should be, I mean, even a three-way match like we were talking about with Deception, Corruption, and Shazam, great, perfect. I mean, 
even add the other, like add the new team, but they shouldn't be holding the team titles going in. They should be set no. down and they shouldn't be theirs because this is not the odd couple. This is another completely new team with Jeff Snyder in it. So if the person didn't win the team but title, I don't think that they should champion. be carrying it. That's but that doesn't matter. This, this, is all gonna, this, is, this is all this precedent. Is, this, this is, is all going to be rendered moot because Shazam was going to win anyways. So, that's Damn, fair. strong words. But that's the but, thing. That's the thing. Well, actually, now, now they have now they have one of the three shots to win, right? Yeah. What's fair to the odd couple, or what's fair, dude? I'm sorry, and it's it, and Draco. He needs to do whatever he needs to do. No one's faulting him for that. But the fact is, he needs to step away. He stepped away. Hey, I'm sorry. That's your shit luck, odd couple. That's just how it goes. And to bring someone else in is Snyder's team partner. And why why are you going to give a new team, a different team, all of the benefits and and and, and all of the the stats basically that a different team earned? It's not odd couple. So you're giving this new different team all of the glory that the odd couple had built up. It's not my, my my personal feeling on this is. I am perfectly fine with them earning the belts if there is a new team with a new player. However, I am not down with them just being handed the belts because somebody walked away. That is not okay to me. That is basically devaluing and lessening the actual holding of the belt because that person didn't earn it. And yep. it doesn't okay. matter who it is. It doesn't matter if Dan Merle was the one to step into this entire thing and be like, I am now the team's champion because X, Y, Z. Um, I am more than okay with the idea of that team stepping up, earning the earning the actual titles if they do, and moving on from there. But I am not okay with them being handed the team titles because somebody abdicated the position and walking into what would be considered a championship run, even if it's just, you know, to play Shazam and lose, which that but, could well, very well be the case if that happened. You guys are not considering Jeff Snyder in this. It's I'm completely considering Jeff Snyder because no, the point. Yes, I am because the point is once your team, once your, the team that owns the titles right now is the odd couple. If Mark and Draco walks away, it doesn't matter what Jeff Snyder is. This is not a singles competition. It is a team's competition, and therefore Jeff Snyder's feelings or concerns or title doesn't count because he's a title holder with the odd couple. Therefore, if his partner walks away, the odd couple is no more. It gets disbanded. Done. You don't get to walk into something and just freely be like, well, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to compete. This is a new person and I'm going to continue doing what I do. No, the new person also has to earn the title too. But what You abdicate to be what fair to other win? people. Let's say they win. And great, that they shows, win, but they are not the title the, holders the when they come. of it. But they I, have to win first. That was what I was arguing. Now you're, they don't now, get to walk in as the title holders. I don't even think that they should be given a shot. If, if it's a new team, they should earn some wins under their belt before they get a shot at taking that title. They it shouldn't doesn't... like, hey, here's your new partner, and you just get to take the place. Uh, no, because like I said, they are just they are stealing the glory and benefiting from the glory that the odd couple did. That's not right. If Snyder has to take a new In... partner, then they need to work their way back from the beginning and earn – those shots with victories, because that is a different team. Now, the, before we before we transition into Mary L. Wilson, I, these guys are, are talking a lot. Maxwell, give a last shot. Why, why are they crazy? <laughs> okay, we lost. Thank you, Max. <laughs> I mean, I was, I mean, 
I was convinced by the other side. So yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna end too. Damn it! Look, you put me on a side to defend that was not the right side. So at a certain point, I'm not gonna and, just fake. And fake it. I was successfully able to merge both arguments. You're fucking welcome. Thank you. Damn it! All right. I did well, exactly I what you see, didn't want me you to know do. What? We are. If anyone's gonna beat me, it's never J Way. But if there's one person that can beat me, that's you, and I'm honored. Bullshit! I've beat you before. Oh, you. Oh, you, you beat something. You beat something, but it ain't me. Hey, hold on. I'm so Brandy said you can switch players out on a team in sports. This is sports. But if the team is made up of two people, it's not fair. They've set the precedence the the precedent before where they have abdicated team titles or anything like that because somebody was stepping away. So that's why I say it. It's only fair to the other people playing the game. If it was a full team, okay, fine. That's perfect. Yeah, I completely agree. But I had to defend the flip side, and apparently, yeah. you do a good job. <laughs> All right, so yo, I was a spe- I was a debater, so it's fine. I got this. <laughs> you know, All when right. I was a little kid, um, my uncle took me fishing all the time. Big fisherman. Uh, my grandfather too. Uh, but I always hated putting the hooks on the worms myself. I mean, I was a little kid. You know what I mean? It was just gross, dude. My uncle told me, boy, you keep you keep practicing baiting that hook, and one of these days you'll be a master baiter. True story. Um, I knew it was coming, and I'm very happy that it happened. I yeah. saw it coming before I woke up this morning. Uh, <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. Um, anyway, moving on. <laughs> that I had to grab a rag. Anyway, this is terrible. I cannot believe this is not going at all. We need to do a late night show for this shit sometime. But uh, everyone, now Marie Wilson is on here, and uh, as I was saying earlier, uh, the the now the benefits of this game that we did the hot matches, which is a hot potato is the winner uh, gets to start the interview, which in this case, it is Amber. And then second place comes in, which would be Maxwell, and then Double D, and then myself. Uh, So we do have real consequences as well as rewards here. So everyone, Amber, uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce our guest. So we are talking to the lovely, fabulous Marie Wilson from the amazing, I can't even think of where you're from, The Usual Suspects. And this is where my day is going. So like, <laughs> you had a really great match the other day playing against Gold Leader. And we all know Gold Leader is all about talking that smack. Yeah. Uh, it's it's literally, you know, how did you feel coming in? Because I know that you, you're more a game player. You're more of a trivia person. How much fun did you have talking smack with Gold Leader? Um, I... I enjoy it, actually. I I tell you what, filming that promo was a lot of fun. <laughs> and you seem to be having a lot of fun. Yeah, I love filming that promo, and the the way it it came out, like the final product, was just perfect, and it made me so, woo. Sorry, and it made me so happy that it that it came out the way it did. Um, but it was funny in the interview after the match when Jen Sturger was like you can't even be mean to him. And I was like, well, I, I, oh. <laughs> As we call it in the business, you're a precious cinnamon roll because I don't think you're capable of being salty or snarky with anybody. And I'm like, that is okay. That is a good persona to have, especially in this world because everybody's super snarky. But now, yeah. I mean, I saw you kicking yourself in round mm-hmm. one because you had that miss. Um, yeah. What are you going to do in the future to kind of like alleviate those nerves? Because, you know, being under the lights mm-hmm. is hard. You want to make sure that you, you know, pay attention to the things Sam says where he's like, get out of your head. Yeah. Do the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, how are we going to alleviate that in the future? 
Oh, um, I think my biggest thing is just, and I've said this before, and I just wasn't paying attention to my own advice, but really, really listen and don't get stuck on the, cause I, my brain was still on revenge of the Sith. Cause that was a previous question. So I was thinking, Anakin never says how long he's been away from Padme at the beginning of Revenge of the Sith, which is why, so, like, J-T-E, J-T-E, like, why, ah, so just really, really remembering, use my J-T-E's, that's probably mm -hmm. the biggest thing. So, you have a couple of matches under your belt now, um, how does it compare to your expectations um, and what lessons would you take away from your first two matches to help you prepare for future matches, especially now that you have one win and one loss? So you've gotten a taste of both sides. Yeah. You got to really feel out how it works, what the feeling, like how you're going to feel emotionally after both scenarios. What are your takeaways from all that? Um, probably my biggest takeaway is that I'm a lot stronger than I used to be because I, yes, girl. It, it didn't affect me but the loss didn't affect me as badly as it could have simply because i played better in the match that i lost than i did in the match that i won and just remembering those things and continuing forward with those thoughts in mind that like i'm improving i'm getting better so continue with that i, like I think that's a really that, healthy mindset yeah, yeah. That, that's that's a really great way to look at it because you know you come into something on your own you you need to improve yourself you're playing yourself instead of yeah. playing somebody else so i like the way you yeah. think about it now exactly. like what what's your what's your next big goal because i the next place mm -hmm. you need to be is probably in another match and moving forward right yeah oh, so yeah. who do you who do you want to play next oh gosh oh my goodness um oh, oh i'm back <laughs> i Honestly, I I would love to play someone who has at least a two and O um, record. So someone that has shown that they can can you know hold their own, and that way I can take them out and prove that that I deserve to be a part of this. I love that energy. Take them out. Boom. Done. There you go. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm, I've embraced Tom Dagnino. I'm do going on my phone. Uh, so, uh, Marie, just to kind of finish what our conversation from uh, before, uh, yeah. your score was actually a winning score. The least amount of score that you would have to win is 27 points. So just to finish that mm. off real quick. Uh, I was and curious. Yeah, but it, I think you just had bad luck with a better competitor. It was just bad luck. That's all it was. So just yeah. race it from your mind and just keep doing what you're doing. Uh, but my question is, is uh, it's with the Bad Batch. There was, uh, with the premiere of the Bad Batch, uh, we saw Kanan Jarrah's uh, point of view from uh, Order 66. Yeah. But that's we've seen that already before in the comic mm -hmm. books, uh, but it's a little bit different. So yep. how are these inconsistencies uh, across canon affect maybe your interpretation of canon? So my assumption is that TV shows or on screen TV shows and movies trump comic books and books. Because you oh. also had it with Clone Wars, the Siege of Mandalore, and the Ahsoka novel. 
So, mm. like, the whole Darth Maul Ahsoka situation was different in the book than it was in the TV show. So, I find it incredibly frustrating because I'm like, come on, guys. <laughs> like, the whole point of restarting canon was so that you could make sure none of this happened. But at the same time, I... I understand because as you write a story and as you continue in a world like that, you start to realize, oh, wait, this would be a better way of telling that story. And mm. I think these characters need to go in this direction. And so, I mean, I can understand it from that kind of creative standpoint. No, I totally see that. That totally makes yeah. sense. Okay. Uh uh, I got a little surprise here in one minute, but I do want to ask you one thing real quick, get your opinion on something we were talking about earlier, Marie. Um, uh, something I think about sometimes is it, if they would, if they would introduce uh, the comic books and, you know, the non-movie material to Schmodown, mm -hmm. uh, do you think that would benefit uh, the, the Dragon Con players more? Or do you think, I mean, because what my perspective is, all we know from the movie Schmodown players is the movie side of their knowledge. I don't yeah. know knowledge uh, Ace or DeMolanta has about the comic books and stuff like that. Uh, yeah. But do you have an opinion on how that would go? I think they definitely should. Now, I think with Clone <laughs> Wars, you have over 100 episodes. So that's a lot of material. Um, yeah. But, I mean, I have studied all 100 plus episodes and made flashcards on them for Dragon Con, so it's possible. Um, but I think at least including the live action TV shows would be a really great idea because with the whole thing of well, you, like, I missed one question. And so it's like, you, you play a match and the person who goes perfect. And I know your, your analysis showed that you don't have mm -hmm. to go perfect, but, yeah. but like you, I think it would, because you, you watch singles matches and hardly ever are singles matches. Like you miss one and you're done or, or yeah. even you only miss one and you win. Like it's, it's the, it's a little lower than that. Yeah. And so that's because it's only 12 movies. And that's what I said going into the Schmodown was it's going to be easier to study because it's only 12 movies rather than everything. So, yeah, I, I think adding in at least Mandalorian well, would, would be of benefit. Well, it'll be interesting to see because obviously in the FCL they've added some of it. So they're using that as a, oh, Hello. Hey, party people. What's going on? It's my favorite page. I wanted to crash you guys' party real quick and say what's up to my girl, Marie, because she played a hell of a match, even though she lost Ooh. one question. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> You're way Aww. better than that gold, Frinkle, whatever his name well, is. So. Yeah. Gold Slugger. Gold Caboose. Gold Caboose, right? Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, 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 I'm loving today. Frenchie typed in private. Okay, I'm putting her on, and then I did it, and then typed in, I beat you to it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. When I, I, like, into, I was like, hi, everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love how you just got the look. Like, it's like, oh, well, this is a normal day here. 
Uh, go, go ahead, Maxwell. What were you saying before Paige jumped on? Oh, I was just saying, you know, in the FCL, they've expanded Star Wars mm -hmm. to include Mandalorian and stuff. So I think the FCL is yeah. not only a developmental league for the players, but a testing ground for, yeah. you know, to see how certain things work and if they're going to integrate it into the big show. So that'll be fun to track how, like, what level of questions from stuff like Mandalorian is in there uh, and then what the reaction is to that from the viewers and the competitors. Oh, dude, I they will... should totally do that because my girl yeah. Marie would smoke everyone in that. So <laughs> it's all on yeah. and more for her because she's got it already all covered. <laughs> and I will say that if they do, like, also include some of the um, animated shows, they need to include all of them. So that would include Resistance, which everybody mm -hmm. forgets. That's a TV show, and it was, and I loved it. Kaz it is. is cool. Niku's amazing. Like I love the Resistance. Yes, it's like good. you have to include Resistance. So that's one thing I would say. You cannot leave something out if you're going to do some of the animated shows. Just threw up a little bit. Good point. Good. <laughs> Come on, Niku Ow. is precious and adorable and wonderful. Yeah, but I <laughs> way better than Omega. Just saying. No, I'm not a <laughs> well, Ahsoka started out annoying, but then she grew to be a fan favorite. So, yeah, I love her snip so much. Yeah, she's so great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and her book was one of the better ones. So, mm. yeah, 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 whatever. There's no pleasing Jay on this channel. Yeah, <laughs> we love him, but I'm I know, honestly, completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I need, I need a dick bib because I have peed my pants a little bit from laughing. This is amazingly great. <laughs> a dick bib? <laughs> well, wow. if you know the that's lead. a visual I never wanted. Yeah, I didn't know they made that. I said that on last week. There are many visuals. I'm like, I don't want to touch this. Oh, boy. This sounds like, wow. Um, <sighs> I need a Brillo pad to spell out my brain. <laughs> All I got to say is, Marie, every time I watch you play, it just makes me want to get my uh, Star Wars tattoos removed because I'm like, all right, she Aww. knows. <laughs> I'm like, I can not compete with any of these people right now. Yep. I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. Me too. Like, inept as all get out. I was like, oh, I want to be in Star Wars. Nope. Nope, I'm good. I don't want to be in Star Wars at all. It, oh, nope. it was so funny. What is this? Not in the division. <laughs> yeah, dude, when I posted this uh, tattoo that I recently got, you'd like it, Marie. Wow. Ooh, literally, someone was like, Boss of Badass in Star Wars League. I just laughed out loud. I was like, <laughs> that's a funny one. <laughs> oh my God. I was like, I'll have Marie train me, and then maybe. But uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Look, you can, it. All, all it takes is 60 days and you got this. Yeah, yeah. 60 days. 60 all days. you need in life is a 60 days and you can accomplish anything. 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 <laughs> you could be, you could be uh, doing pediatric surgery if you just focus for the next 60 days. Yeah. I got <laughs> it. Easy. 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 Sure there's, there's about, uh... no, I'm wait, sure I'm there's like, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm sure there's some, like, you know, off-market, uh, for-profit, strip mall college that'll teach you how to be a pediatric surgeon in 60 days it'll be fine you can just get that yeah no you, problem you can be a certification you don't even need a degree it's fine yeah i'll just do it in the black market we'll be fine what is a stripper mall like the lawsuit it's not a stripper mall jay god why did why was the first thing you heard stripper no a strip mall like one of those 
I'm oh. not even going to explain this to you. Go sh- freaking use Google. An, what is wrong with you? It's <laughs> another term for a shopping center. <laughs> going to see people strip for them. The customers strip at the strip. No, point. nobody wants to no. see that. No one is taking off their clothes <laughs> in this equation. Nobody. <laughs> Everyone is fully dressed. I'm with, you. I'm with you right there. This literally oh, sounds God. like people of Walmart, and I'm not here for it. No. Bad. <laughs> I don't remember that website. <laughs> I do, too. Um, do you remember I, Waffle House Weddings, that website? Waffle House Weddings. Wow. Only in America, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, you're lucky you're in yeah. Canada to do that nonsense. When we're bored, we come up with stupid shit. I want to go to a Waffle House wedding. You mother effers. I, I got a serious slowdown question now. I actually have oh. one. That's highly debatable. There has been nothing Hold serious on. or sh- or schmodown related for the last half hour. You mean the whole hour? Like for the whole hour, we haven't talked about anything. It's been like this much schmodown and this much nonsense. This is exactly is- what Christmas was like with my step family. Just people just talking over each other and just people just losing their minds. It's like a Robert Altman film. Um, I mean, I don't know if y'all know this, but Maxwell and I went on Shmomi the Money and literally, yep. You're just going to have to deal with it. Uh, we went on Shmo with the money, and I beat him by one point the first time, and we tied the second time because we are both loquacious bitches who will talk over each other and argue. So <laughs> this is what you signed up for. Good job, Frenchie. <laughs> you get what you pay for. Hey. It's just a good thing, good thing I'm really, really cheap. <laughs> all right. I think we're all there. <laughs> Okay, uh, I do. Well, yes. Here in a, here in a minute, Frenchie. Don't get out of yourself. Like I said, I got a question. I want to. I got a serious slowdown question. I really do. Damn it. Go okay. ahead. Okay, we'll ask it. <laughs> Everybody sending. I've just been sitting here okay. patiently waiting for the question. The question hasn't oh, come wait. out yet. I sort of just like, well, what are we doing here? Well, I'm past patiently waiting. Stop talking. I want you to know. We talked about this a couple weeks ago, maybe last week, and I uh, want to get your thought on it. What would you think about um, some Star Wars team matches, mm. say, and a master per each faction? So uh, you being uh, on the suspects and being in the Star Wars division would be a master, and then you would have an apprentice who would be someone else from a different division on your faction who would be your teammate, and then maybe have some uh, Star Wars teams matches. What would you think about that? That would be really fun. Um, I, When it comes to like local bar trivia and stuff, I usually do it on my own. And I even, I, I go by Ula's Revenge. So it's, it's, but that Ula's Revenge is just me. So, <laughs> um, so I'm used to playing on my own, but I'd love to try something different. Yeah. Pick me, pick me. You need to show me the way. <laughs> yeah. That would break a lot awesome. of new people into Star Wars for sure. I, yeah. I think like having, having a Padawan as your team partner, then you can teach them all the ropes and they already know movie trivia. And probably a lot of, a lot of people are going to have base level Star Wars trivia. Yeah. Think about yep. it. Being with being with a more skilled team like teammate as your you know master. There you go. Boom. Done. We'll yeah. we'll have so many more people in like 
with a little bit more lower level trivia knowledge, I think that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Hey, yeah. no Christian happen. Um, but I think uh, we should start off with an exhibition match first just to try it out and see if it works because it yeah. may look good on paper, but in yeah. actual execution, it'd be like, oh, this is a mess. Oh, I think it'd be so fun though. Even if it's just for shits and giggles, I think it would be yeah. amazing to do that. Yeah, yeah. I completely. fully agree. Um, I think that could be a lot of fun and really like, just kind of lighten up the league because I feel like a lot of things are really tense in the league, but like you see FCL <laughs> competitors out here just like we're having fun and cutting promos, yeah. <laughs> like, you're like, yeah, look at me, and like we get into the league and it's like high pressure and everybody's like really stressed out. So maybe we just need to do something fun. Yeah. Well, yeah. speaking of fun and promos, um, Paige's Paige's got something else on her mind here. Uh, didn't you? You got something you want to say, don't you, Paige? I do, because you know what? I'm looking at my watch right now that I don't have on my hand, and I'm still waiting for my call from Grace and Christian to give me my next match. I'm hungry. I want, I'm coming for blood. I want my next match. So you too, if you're listening right now, the Boston Badass is waiting. I don't care. Call Jay Washington. Uh, he, he needs a win so, somewhere. I would say, I need to. I want to bring home some W's to the faction real quick, and let's make this happen. Because, like I said, I'm coming for blood. Whoever they want to give me, let's make it happen. Whoever wants a piece of this meat, come and get it, guys. Um, I would. I would like a piece of that meat. I got you, boo. Hey-o. Let's do it. I'm on my way. Hold on. It's fine. Bye. All right. Oh, me at the airport. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Boom. We'll do the three-day rule. Someone help me out. Is that still how y'all kids date these days? You get the chick's number, and three days later, you call them? Is it the no. three-day thing? Still? I already no. have Paige's number. It's fine. Yeah. Well, I do, too. <laughs> you got to ask for the digits right away. My point is, oh, I just yeah. got it three days ago, so if that still applies, I need to call her <laughs> later on after the show. <laughs> I might have to leave my right uh, phone number no in the comments. When so it comes I... to love and war. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might have to leave my phone number in the comments real quick so uh, Christian and Grace can uh, give me a call because I want to play ASAP. I want that W, so give me a yeah. ring, guys. I, I need it. Let's go. Again, too. I completely agree. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, for it. That, that was the Boston badass calling, dude. She's calling out for anyone. Uh, uh, just give her a match. So, yes, let's do that. Um and uh, Paige, uh, I, uh, we're gonna we're gonna close out the interview segment. We'll let you go first, real quick, because I know you're about to jump on another show. Um, is that uh, uh, what? What are you What are you about to jump on? Direct everyone after this show to where you will be next. Oh, I'm actually going on the Mount of the Schmodown. I'm talking about one of my favorite players of all of Schmodown history, Clark Wolf. So you guys oh. go check it out. Because so, I inspire to be like her one day in this league. So we need some more badass chicks that can uh oh thanks, Boo. There's already some so many badass chicks. We already got so many badass chicks on this screen right now. So mm -hmm. we just gotta make sure we get to the top and show those boys how we really play. So it's true. I'd love to see that. Yeah. And, and and I'm realizing that uh that other people I, I I need to talk to you more, Paige, because because uh, Maxwell's over here uh, uh, throwing you some, you know, hey girl kind of stuff. <laughs> I don't feel that I know you that well yet, and uh, I want to get to that point. So you and I need to talk more. Um, Jay, you are putting you totally up a left, side. You, you are totally not a left gentleman. my hey girl out because there was totally a hey girl. 
Good girl. Hi. <laughs> uh, Marie Wilson, also from The Usual Suspects. That was a really great match that you played against Gold Leader. Very well done. Uh, can't you. wait to see more uh, this season. And uh, where can folks find you at? What do you got going on? You can find me on Twitter at Alia Morgan. You can find my Star Wars Review blog at thestarwarsreview.blogspot.com. You can find me on YouTube at Afra's Artifacts talking about queer Star Wars. And you can find me on beyondtheblastdoors.com where I do Star Wars comic reviews. And then the Tumbling Saber podcast once a month talking about Star Wars print media. Awesome. And uh, we're, we're going to, uh, we're also going to have you on, we're definitely going to have you on uh, my Star Wars show here. on this Yeah, network. for sure. Yes. Uh, join us. I love that. You have okay. all the Star Wars knowledge. So it helps us a wee bit. <laughs> Stay on track. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we'll definitely do that. Um, Marie Wilson, thank you very much for joining us. Really, really appreciate it. Have had a great time with you today. Uh, Paige, I'll be talking to you later. Giggity? Like, wow, that was wow. Cute. Shoot your shot, Jay Wade. Shoot your shot. Uh, I, I, I had, I, I had a not so smooth pickup line. I was gonna say, but Frenchie removed her, and and I'm actually glad he did because it was a well. Bad. You could try uh, it out on me, babe, if you want. It's all good, uh, baby. You you can't handle what I'm bringing. Um, oh, you'd you'd be surprised. Uh, you would, man. Like I said, the I the nip clips are mine. The ball gag is mine. Uh, any kind of bondage stuff, that's all me. Max, so don't try to steal him. He's mine. He's mine, Max. <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we all just, can't we all just share? Sharing is caring. Yeah, okay. I like, I enjoy sharing. I think we, it could be a whole party. So you can have him Saturdays between 7 and 9 and Sunday mornings too, okay? That'll work, yeah. Okay. I'll, bring the pa I'll bring the paddles. Sounds good. Wait, are they like full size paddles or just like ping pong paddles? Oh, full size. Yeah, ivory size. Okay, this guys. This sounds like a lot of fun. Um, anyway, moving on. Yeah, I definitely, we def, I definitely have to do a different show where we just go crazy talking about shit that we shouldn't be talking about here. Yeah, yeah that's like, what we do at the PJ Campbell Network. Can we call it the red light special and have it at two o'clock in the morning? Because I feel like that might be the appropriate time for this conversation with this group of people. I don't, I don't disagree. <laughs> or what we call it or anything. I just want to have conversations like that because they're fun. Uh, <laughs> go ahead and close out the, the show here with some uh, horny jail for everyone. Thank you. Please. Um, uh, we did it. Last night. Dude, that opening match was fucking awesome. I have never seen Janine play like that before. Um, and that's not saying that I, I think she's not a good player. I know she's a good player. I'm just saying... I've never seen her play at that level before. Uh, she fucking brought it all, dude, and it was great. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and I, I had uh, predicted that Marisol was going to sweep this, but and Janine was going to have a hard time keeping up with Marisol. But this was definitely a different uh, Janine that we've obviously previously seen, and that reflects uh, my forecast. So everything that I do is forecast based on past performance. If Janine improves... Obviously, the forecasts are out the window. That's why you can't always rely on numbers solely because you don't know if they're going to improve uh, their next match. They can actually, I mean, look at Adam Witt. Uh, his highest score before his first Star Wars match this season was 19 points, and he scored like, I think, what, 28, 20-something 20 
point. So yeah, it was definitely a far improvement. So numbers you can't really you can't really wholeheartedly uh, believe because people can improve over time. I mean, I, I thought and oh, sorry, go. No, go ahead, please. Okay, um, so my my big concentration when I was in school, and I can tell that you're a stats kind of guy, um, was political science. So it, it relates to anything like that. Social sciences are are very you know key thing to pay attention to in terms of how people are and how they're expected to perform. Because in terms of human nature, numbers are really or irrelevant. Um, so it's one of those things where, you know, you can rely, you can lean on the statistics that you see from a past player's performance. But one of the things that you can't take into account until you see their actual performance in the most recent match is how are they studying? What are they studying? Um, what is the like? What is the frequency and depth of what they're going over? In terms of that, and in terms of my feelings about this match, I think it was one of the best performances we've had by women in the arena in a very long time. That's not to devalue any performances that other people have had, because we have been, you know, we've already spoken to two amazing competitors during this one show. But one of the things that I know that there's been a question of. Um, there has been a pinpoint against certain female competitors because they haven't been performing up to what people believe to be their standard or what their standard should be for the Schmodown. And I can I can start naming names. We all know, like, we all generally know who they're talking about, so I'm not going to do it. But Janine was one of those people that came into question. And I believe, and this is my whole heart, like, my wholehearted belief here. Prior to this match, yes, that's fine. Ask the question. I literally got into an argument in the chat section of LGR last night because Andrew had the, the audacity to say that Janine did not prove herself during the match. And then I had to step away because I was doing things. But Janine proved herself more than anything. She had a perfect round, yeah. save for the five. Just because not everybody has seen Son of the Mask. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. to me, to me, that's the least important movie to watch in any like realm in this world. Janine literally played her heart out. The fact that she lost devastated me because she played so well. She and Marisol went toe to toe. And although Marisol is widely considered to be the future of the league in terms of female competitors, I don't agree with Janine that it's her senior year. I think that she is also the future of the league, especially when we're starting to play at that specific caliber. Janine earned her spot. Everybody's earned yeah. their spot. They're really good. You move down to the FCL and let's be real. It's very, very like, you know, it's a developmental league. It is easy to, to make it through an FCL match for somebody who's a seasoned competitor. So oh. I do think that all of these women have earned their place, but I think that for anybody to have the audacity to say that Janine shit the bed or dropped the ball by missing no. a five on a movie that is like, basically a deadpan like piece of possible trash like don't play with me like not everybody has seen every single movie movies are subjective information is subjective and i literally think she did amazingly mm -hmm. she has uh, she definitely did amazing and i actually I don't even had know her on my kind of the mask question was in her match or morrow's but i don't even know anymore i i, I thought it was uh the hunt for red october or was that morrow's mask match yeah, it was Hunt for Red October. I got mixed up, but it's been. Hey, that's all right. That's all right. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, hey, I was going to go along with you. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I mean like, I've seen I've seen clips of Red October, but I mean, I only know Sean Connery and 
Alec Baldwin. That that's the le most of my knowledge of uh, Red October. But yeah, I have. Uh, yeah, so I have Janine on my uh, fantasy league because I really think she has. Uh, she has earned her spot. I think she is supposed to be in this league. Uh, and that, uh, that this is her senior year that she's going to leave. No, she is in this league. She's going to be a future champion at some point. Just depends on when is that going to happen. And the fact that she actually brought it and actually proved my forecast wrong, that's proof enough to me that she de deserves to be in this league. So I, I am totally against for whoever said that Janine crapped the bed. No, she brought it. Yeah. Before yeah. I saw that you put that up there. I'm like, yeah, the fact that I can do anything right now is absolutely astounding. So the, I, I remembered that there was a five pointer and it happened and she didn't get it. There you go. Boom. Done. Yay. <laughs> go me. But I can well, still argue the point. Janine's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Before we come to the next match, I do want to talk specifically the last thing on this match. I do want to talk specifically about that challenge and uh, get everyone's perspective on uh, the challenge itself. Uh, as far as the song title, uh, Time of My Life, is what what uh, Marisol had said. Um, they they did not give it to her. It was challenged, and then they ended up overturning it and giving it to her. What are you guys' thoughts on that challenge and how it went down and everything about it? Uh, do you I, agree? I thought it was a good challenge, and it went the way it should have gone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we, were, yeah. we were actually watching the match together, and we, we both said uh, that challenge stands. Uh, yeah. Like Because... I literally, because I said exactly what Marisol said. And I was like, no, that's the correct answer. You can literally go and find the song. And it's literally called, parentheses, I've had, parentheses, the time of my life. Um, so it was like, this is this is a semantics thing. And it kind of cracked me up that Roxy was literally arguing till they took her off the screen. Um, <laughs> I thought that was so funny. They're like, it's done. And she's like, blah, 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 I'm like, <laughs> this is perfect. This is something I would do. But yeah, I yeah. totally one hundred. I totally agree. I mean, because yeah, I mean, I, when you're that close, yeah, give it to her because the benefit of that rule. And if it was a different title, then obviously the challenge would have been uh, right. forsaken. But because it's that close, and it, it's yeah, it, she just totally just, that was totally a worthy challenge, and I'm glad that she got it. Me too. Um, well, I, I, okay, I, I would, go ahead. Me. Yeah, go ahead. Then me. I I was just <laughs> I was just gonna add about the Janine Marisol match that it had a certain <laughs> like emotional undercurrent to it, which I found really compelling as a viewer because yeah. you could sort of feel like Janine was someone Marisol looked up to. You know, they told the story about meeting at the the live event. Um, and so while I don't think this is Janine's senior year, nor do I think she should retire because I think she still has an incredible upside and is an amazing competitor, to see the two of them face off against each other, someone who, you know, sort of like student teacher or like, you know, just someone you had always looked up to and appreciated, and then to play such an incredible match, um, it just added like a really nice, you know, narrative bit of storytelling to it that makes these matches so exciting. It's not just the questions, it's what are the dynamics between the competitors? And I thought this is one of the most fun and compelling dynamics we had seen in a long time without them having beef established beforehand or a long running story, just because of who they are, you know, where their place is in the Schmodown, how they got there, how they relate to each other. It was kind of beautiful. I thought that wasn't really nice. And honestly, I know Christian kept saying it, but that match could have been the main event. It was so good. Yeah. yeah. yeah it, totally. And uh, uh, I'll get the final word on this match, and then we'll talk about uh, the the 
headlining match real quick. Uh, on this, okay, I'm not a big fan of the benefit of doubt rule. In my mind, the answer you give, there's only one right answer. You're either right or you're wrong, and it's really that simple. Um, this is a sports talk show. I, I talk about it like it's a sport. Um, and from a sports angle, which is competition, this is the highest level of movie trivia. If if you can't get the if you can't get the answer written right, Rowdy as an example, but we'll get into that in a minute. Then if you can't get it right, you don't get the point. There is no benefit of doubt. It doesn't matter if you knew it or not. You didn't give the right answer. In this case, my view on this is that uh, the only reason that I would give it to her is because it has I've had in parentheses, um, and and if it did not have. That if it was I've had the time of my life, but I've had was not in parentheses, then I would not have given it to her. But because I've had is in parentheses, to me that that's like an extension of the title um, is how I've always looked at that, um, and I think most people do. So you know that's how I look at that one. That's the only reason I give that to her. But it, like I said, if there were no parentheses and it's I've had the time of my life. And she said, time of my life, I would not have given it to her. But it was a very good challenge, and I agree with the with the, deci the decision on it. Although Ellis's explanation was a little long-winded for me. Um, but uh, I, like the I was just going to say, the speech you just gave was a little long-winded for me, so you're in good company. <laughs> you guys beat me. I was like, what a And uh, now, uh, now everybody, now that I've got the, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to do that. I've never wanted StreamYard control so bad just so I could be like, bye, get out. Usually that's Quincy's job. And you usually just get you out. I can go. No. We're almost Bye. No, but at, at first I thought my phone, the internet on my phone went dead. So thank you for giving me a panic attack, Jay Wade. Uh, no, Kalinowski and uh, the Mara match. Um, I, dude, I I was rooting for Mara that entire time, and I am and, devastated. And I was totally bummed when she lost, but then I realized. I've got Kalinowski on my fantasy league team. So I was like, dude, I picked up some points. So uh, I wanted Mara to win personally, but uh, I picked up some points in the fantasy league. So I'm happy about that. Uh, but that match was awesome too. Um, and, and we'll close out the show with, uh, with a small discussion on the near challenge uh, that we had there. That was, mm. uh, but yeah, what were y'all's thoughts on that? What are you doing, Frenchie? Dude, dude, my mom watches this show, bro. Come on. Um, my grandmother watches this show, but of course she's probably having a heart attack because of all the swears and the B, uh, BBC uh, talkers. So, yeah, I have to call my grandmother. So, <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Or, uh, it, it must be really nice to have your parents care enough to watch your shows. Uh, yeah. I actually, I but actually, I watch all your shows, best friend. Not to oh, watch. thanks. You're welcome. And then I talk about getting ice cream in the middle of them. You do. But, but, you guys think uh, this title match? It was freaking such a good match. Um, Kalinowski, he the more and more he plays, the more he breaks character during matches. I think that's probably like I think that is his character. That's his entire bit, not really being in character and being in an inflated sense of self. But I will literally say, and this is no joke. Um, I. 
as somebody who loves and has received cookies from Mara Kanopic, they're delicious. I, they're freaking amazing. They're so um, good. Like I'm literally holding, like I have her little, she puts like little cute little post-its on them and stuff. So the packages that Mike held up, those were her legit cookies that she sent yep. to them. Are they um, real cookies or are they spiked with something? They're real cookies. They're, just they're, cookies. they're legit cookies. She well, made, they're spiked with, with Mara magic. Oh, there oh. you go. Um, she, she likes dark chocolate a lot and she makes her cookies with dark chocolate and holy crap, I am not big on dark chocolate. And then I took one bite of this cookie and it melted in my mouth and everything offset itself. And like, so that promo that she and Mike cut where all she was talking about baking, I was dying because during my birthday stream on LGR, all she did was bake the entire time. I was like, this is, this is Mara to a T. This is her right there. I got an entire tour of her kitchen. It was amazing. But yeah, I definitely like the promo. I was laughing <laughs> all the way through, even though I didn't know that that was uh, one of her things. But uh, the match itself, I mean, yeah, it was definitely really good. Uh, very close. I was surprised that Mara didn't uh, bet three points to sell one. She bet one point instead of three points. But yeah. yeah, I mean, but but you know what? Mike does play a good, strong uh, three betting round and speed round, but they were both uh, perfect in the speed round. So that was really great to see. Uh, but again, um, I think it was Mara who got the Odin question. And I'm like, oh, Bob Hoskins, Bob Hoskins. Come on, Mara, you got this, Bob Hoskins. And she's like, she gave up. I'm like, oh, and that, that, that's when my heart sank a little bit, uh, more than with Janine. But uh, yeah, I mean, it was definitely a great match all the way through and definitely I just watched it this morning because I was I was so busy with the week, so I had to catch up. But uh, I was definitely loved it. I mean, it was MK versus MK, and honestly, Mara and Mike have such a good level of respect for each other as competitors, and I know that they're friends in real life. Um, and mm -hmm. they have such a good banter. They play off of each other so well. They have a really good way of setting up a story and building you know, building such a great rapport and just then they go into the match and they kill. Mara did a great job. I mean, and I agree with you. She bet too low and, you know, I just absolutely freaking love what I saw because he didn't take a challenge that, you know, he could have probably won on benefit of the doubt. He, would have been he literally, he, he could have done a lot of different things there, um, but he wasn't a dick. And yeah. Shannon agreed with him. And it, it's hard because I know Shannon is in a, like Shannon and Mike are in a weird place because, you know, manager, girlfriend, et cetera. Um, and you've got to separate that piece of life. But the I think that thing. they, I think that they play so well together. She's a very good coach to him. And, you know, they, they joke and they have all the cute flirty shit, but they like edit that out. They, their relationship when it's manager and competitor is very, very like mentorship and, what do you need for me? I'm here for you. What is your decision? Because you can tell that they both mentor the whole team. And yeah, I love the way they play. I like, and I think that's the benefit to Mike because, uh, with, because uh, Mike and Shannon are in a relationship. Shannon knows Mike on an intimate level. So she knows how to kind of get his, in his head a lot better than maybe let's say uh, Roxy did when uh, he first came onto uh, the league. Uh, or, or anyone else. So I think with that relationship and having that mindset, it's like, okay, what do you need? And having that be your rock. Uh, I know that there's been times where my girlfriend was kind of a little bit worried and I say, okay, what do you need? What, 
I, I try to have to be there for her. So, and we've only been dating for about a year and a half now. So it's with that kind of relationship, you kind of know that person on an intimate level. And that I think that's benefit to Mike. Yeah. Maxwell, uh, you want to get a final word in here uh, and then we'll. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was a great match. I was rooting for Mara, but she played wonderfully, you know, there was all this talk before her match against Chandra if she was going to have ring rust. Obviously, she did not, and she played an incredible match. And I think this was still champion-level Mara. It's just a tough break when in IG you get a son of the mask question. It's like, uh, you know, how could you see that coming? Um, yeah. They went toe-to-toe. They had such good chemistry. It was really Clash of the Titans, and that's that was so fun. It was just a great pay-per-view altogether last night with two really, really great matches. Neither necessarily went the way I wanted them to go, but... You know, I think in both cases, all the competitors really played with their heart and did the best they could. Um, so it's just a great, great night of Schmodown. Yeah, I would like to also say that cupcake bit after the uh, after the actual match was by far the best thing. Maxwell, I hope you watched it. Did you see did. that? Yeah, she broke it apart and she had she's like, "Ooh, it has filling," and then she took it and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> she, I was like, "This is why you're my girl." <laughs> like, I was like, "She's perfect. I love her." do anything for her moving on good um well that's anything huh yep uh, okay guys Let, let's wait to get yeah, into take more that of this off air. take that off air like we're in the final minute of the show let's not open another can right now um but uh maxwell won't show everybody where they can find you out on the social media and plug anything you would like to sir uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Cinemaxwell, Instagram at Cinemaxwell Inc. You can find me over on the PJ Camel Network where we do stuff like watch alongs, the Sunday evening unwind, water cooler chat. We'll be doing reviews of Loki, uh, all sorts of other fun stuff. And you can find me competing in the first class league. I cannot officially say when my first match is, but it's not, not soon. It's not, not. Okay, I get it. <laughs> I had to think about it. <laughs> you had to think about that? I got that immediately. Anyway, dude. It, well, that's why you're the math guy. It, 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 I, it's Jay Wade we're talking about, right? It's Jay Wade. Are we all I keep forgetting he, I'm t- speaking to someone intelligent, but oh well. I just keep thinking that earlier in the show, Maxwell said cock. Um, I did. And, Would you yeah, like me to say I it again? I started it. No, because I said it. Um, uh, I don't care, dude. I'm. Uh, we're all big people here. We're all adults. Uh, Amber. Uh, thank you very much also for being here. Um, it was great to have you on again. Uh, where can everyone find you at and what do you got going on? Maxwell, get fucked before you say it. Don't even say I didn't, it. I didn't say anything. What were you going to say? Nothing. I was just going to sit here and listen Tell to your epic poem. Tell everybody to prepare for my... To, it's not an Buckle epic up. poem. It's an epic poem. Uh, I'm Takara Kanashi on Twitter, Instagram, Stereo, Letterboxd, and Twitch. I'm on the Let's Get Ready Network. I do the Gold Standard. Uh, I host it with Andrew Goldstein. We have It's not the Goldstein Standard. It's the Amber Standard. Whatever. Uh, that's every Tuesday at, I believe it's at 6.30 Pacific, uh, 9.30 Eastern. You should um, know the time your own show airs. Uh, it does <laughs> Yeah, come on now. Uh, LGR Reviews, Loki will be coming back. I know that they're doing other reviews, so I, I will probably be doing that with who knows who. Um, the Night Sisters with Bedore and Adelia, that's going to be on Twitch pretty soon. We're going to talk about everything and nothing. Um, kind of like another show that I'm on where, you know, we where we're going, we don't have rails. Um, I hang out with Video Drew as a mod on her YouTube and her Discord. I tell Garth to pick those names up. Um, uh, I do a lot of random things. Um, this Sunday, we will... 
there's going to be a special live in the dark. You should tune in. Um, it's going to be, I believe, 830 Pacific. So uh, Video Drew's channel. I'm going to be the master of ceremonies for a very, very, very special event. Uh, I can't tell you what it is, but it has something to do with birthdays. Um, and then I'm over on the PJ Campbell Network doing a lot of things with this guy who's being absolutely rude and eye rolling like a dramatic queen. Um, I do the Sunday evening unwind and the water cooler chats. I'm probably going to be talking about Loki with these fools. So I'll have a lot of places to talk about a lot of things. And um, you never Lord know knows you can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and talk. Look who's talking, bitch. This on oh. Mac, but he wasn't lying when he said you've got a novel you were about to read. Well, you know, yeah, okay, it wasn't really a novel. It was just a poem. I I'm gonna. I'm, I'm actually gonna write all my plugs into a poem just because it could be a lot of fun. Just make sure it rhymes. I don't rhyme poetry. Oh, mm -hmm. she's not a kindergartner, Jay Wade. Times, <laughs> uh, Dan Double D Delinsky. Where can folks find you at, bud? You can find me at Twitter at Dan Delinsky. Simple as that. You can find me also on this channel when my internet is working. Uh, every Saturday, uh, when I run the numbers, I usually pick a topic and if my internet's working we show it so uh that's as simple as that all right and uh since you're up here frenchie i guess i'll right. let you well plug your channel too yeah but don't forget that it's right now because apparently we're late because someone talks someone talks too much <laughs> no uh, you can find me on schmoza north but right now we have mount schmodown covering clark wolfwood again our girl page for Betty on right now. So right after this, jump on. Yeah, guys, everybody do that. Also, you can find me on the Twitter and the stereo at jwade1134. That's the letter J-W-A-D-E-1134. Also on stereo and the Twitter at the Jcast Network. Please subscribe, like, all that good shit to this channel. On Fridays, uh, got the Mad Batch of Star Wars shit show. Uh, we're currently talking about the bad batch uh we got um page is on that show every week with us thomas harper is on every other week uh and sarah and dean lewis and sean with me on that uh our bachelor show sarah and i have go get that roast starts in about two and a half weeks uh we're changing that format up a little bit and we are having a fantasy league a bachelor fantasy league everybody so every time the so every time those guys do stupid shit or someone doesn't get a rose i get points it's going to be awesome don't give dude a rose i want points it's going to be great dude making points off of people's misery fuck them it's a fun show to have fun and talk shit about uh, and, uh, yes, and on Mark with a movie blog uh, here coming up soon. Oh, what a Marvel. We will be talking about Loki. Uh, that's it for me, everyone and everyone here. Uh, thank you guys very much for being on the show. Everyone for watching and listening. We will be back next week where, uh, our guests will be, I don't know yet. And our co-host will be, uh, we'll find out then everyone later. something funny the mic wasn't on that whole time no way yeah for real oh wow <laughs> <laughs> so smooth